0: All right, the Rangers follow up their first win of the season, their big five nothing win over the Islanders, with a four to three loss to the Devils at home at the Garden. Their third straight home game to open the season, and uh, they didn't play badly in the game. You know, they they got off to sort of a rocky start, but they outplayed the Devils uh, for the, for nearly the entire game. They outshot them fifty to twenty eight, and they still come up with a loss. So, uh, in one game this year so far, the Rangers played awful and they lost. They deserved to lose. They played great and they won. They deserved to win. And then they lost in a game they probably deserved to win out playing the Devils. Uh, just couldn't get that fourth goal, couldn't get that game-tying goal there in the third despite a couple of late power play opportunities. And now the Rangers are 1-2 and two on the season, just two points in three games. Not ideal. If you go off the formula that I talked about last week, the 1.2 points per game, they need to be at 3.6. Right now they're at 2. So even if they were to win their next game against the Penguins on Friday night, they'd still be under the necessary mark they need to eventually make the postseason in this very deep very talented east division and now they've got two games against the penguins a team that started off the season 0-2 with two losses to the flyers and then bounced back to sweep the capitals a huge come from behind win for the penguins on tuesday night as they trailed by two goals came back and won in overtime so the penguins have righted their ship it seems through four games now two and two and uh the Rangers are gonna get a tough team this coming weekend they're gonna play at pittsburgh on friday night and at pittsburgh on sunday night And then they're going to go to Buffalo for two games. So a four-game road trip here for the Rangers, who will be in a bubble on the road. Um, And as you can see, this East, you know, the Devils aren't going away. They've now won two straight. They took the Bruins to a shootout in the first game. Then they beat the Bruins in overtime. And now they've knocked off the Rangers. So the Devils aren't going away. The Sabres look improved. It's tough. It's a tough division. You might even say the worst team right now, by the looks of it, is the Bruins, who are one and two their one win in a shootout they haven't scored an even strength goal in three games they only have three goals four in three games so it's a crazy start to the season especially in the east for the bruins you know a team that's supposed to be in the championship window a team that's supposed to contend for the cup to get off to this kind of start it just goes to show you know you can't can't stack these losses in a short season or you're going to be in trouble you'll be in big trouble and the rangers you know they follow up their opening night loss with a win now they need to follow up this loss with a win two very challenging games two games in three days in pittsburgh beginning on friday night and in this one the rangers got behind early like they did in the oh, season open against islanders 32 seconds in they let Tra- travis zajac score uh that's something that can't happen can't keep going down early in these games and always fighting and trying to call your way back into the games and while they were able to tie it then they give up the lead right away again and then they're down by two goals they cut it down to one And then they get the two late power plays are unable to score. And just uh, it's just it was a blue balls game from the Rangers where you thought, hey, they can get this game tied. They can they can get the loser point at worst, go to overtime, go to shootout, take their chances there. But it never happened. And they and they blow an opportunity to beat the Devils at home, a team that's good. The Rangers had a lot of trouble with the Devils last year when they were much worse than they are right now, much more banged up than they are right now. And it certainly seems like Jack Hughes is becoming the guy who was a number one pick last year after his tough rookie season. He was all over the place against the Rangers on Tuesday night. He scored two goals. He added an assist. He was involved in every play. He had he looked Barzell-like out there with carrying the puck around the offensive zone, and, and now he's starting to become one of those guys. He's on the ice. You're like, oh, fuck, when's his shift end? That's how good he looked. Uh, for the Rangers, it, w- it was much of the same, much of the same story you get from the first few games. Bucinevich was awesome. Jack Johnson was <laughs> terrible. He was so bad. And on last week's podcast, last uh after the season opener when I talked to Brian Monza of WFN and we talked about the fact that it looked like Johnson was a no doubt healthy scratch for game two that wasn't the case because Tony D'Angelo's hissy fit that got him the unsportsmanlike penalty and, he, and he's been watching from the press box the last two games but I can't imagine that Johnson's in in Pittsburgh this weekend I can't I don't know how you could he's not been good defensively anytime he gets a puck at the point, he shoots a bomb off the glass he just has looked terrible not not picking up his guy in the zone not cover it not not having coverage in front of the net sloppy penalties sloppy offensive play bad passing turnovers in the in the in his own zone just not good and the other guy is, is ryan Strom, who i was against ryan Strom last year just solely because I, I i thought you were wasting artemi panarin's career season playing with him and jesper fast and and panarin was the mvp of the league essentially should have been with strome on his line and strome continues to get these chances with panarin and and there he is on, pow- on the first power play unit too he can't be on pp1 you can't have strome out there when you have better talent on the bench when you have the number one overall pick in lafreniere on the bench when you have kako on the bench you can't have strome out there he's just not good enough he, he's never lived up to his fifth overall hype he just isn't and he's okay you want to keep him on the team that's fine they, they did re-sign him which i was against but he doesn't belong getting the minutes he gets. It just doesn't make sense. And David Quinn continues to do odd things with playing time. I don't I don't get it. And play the play the talented guys. And there was David Quinn doing his staple on uh, Tuesday night where he puts Panarin and Zabanejad together when the team's trailing in the third period and, they, and they're and they desperate for a goal. And you see how dominant those two are when they're on the ice together and even strength. Play them together all the time. And put another guy out there, with, put Lafreniere with them. Make a super line. Do what the Bruins do. Do what the Avalanche do. Make a super line. You don't You don't need the line balance that he thinks you need. And if you're willing to do it when you're losing, be willing to do it when the game's tied, when the game starts, and then maybe you won't be losing. It's my biggest gripe with David Quinn. He does a lot of odd things. He's done a lot of odd things. And now what's going to be his third year is Rangers coach. And he can't continue to do odd things because his first year was basically a throwaway year. And then last year was essentially the same, even though they signed Panarin and drafted Kako and got Chuba. But now you're getting closer to when this team is, is expected to be something. And maybe they're not expected to be something this year because of still the, the youth and the experience. But And it's a weird year, a 56-game season in a pandemic. But David Quinn's, you know, his leash isn't what it used to be, especially isn't among the fan base who doesn't give a leash to anyone. But this leash isn't gonna last forever, and it's certainly not gonna last into next season if this if this shit keeps up. But it's not like the Rangers played badly. They didn't play the best game, but they they outplayed the Devils. They they should have won the game. If not for great goaltending by the Devils and awful goaltending by the Rangers, Georgiev stunk. And maybe he should only play against the Islanders. I don't know. Shisturkin has to start the third period for as bad as Georgiev was, allowing four goals. He allowed a fifth goal that was overturned by an offside call on a challenge by David Quinn. You Bet your ass you'll see just Dirk get in there on Friday night against Pittsburgh, and I think on Sunday too, unless he is awful, which I don't see that happening after the way he started the season in the first period of the first game against the Islanders and bounced back in the second and third. So Georgiev was bad, schrom continues to be bad, Jack Johnson is expectedly bad, and now Mika's Mika Zibanejad's hurt, which would be fucking terrible. He can't afford to lose that guy, not in the shortened season. You saw what the team did when he came back last year, how good they were. They cannot afford to have him go down and and he looked to be in pain. He's in pain enough that he took himself off the ice on a huge power play and didn't return to the game in the final couple minutes there when they could have used him. And you could just see on the bench he didn't look right. So he's got a few days here to recover if it's not something serious. Um but and hopefully it's not something serious because this rangers team they cannot afford to lose Mika's Zibanejad. so now the rangers are one and two not exactly the start you'd like to see the season not the worst start to the season they're not the blackhawks it's not great either from a points per game standpoint things need to change quickly and it's not great when you need things to change quickly and you're going to pittsburgh for two games and then you follow that up with a road trip to buffalo and then back home against pittsburgh there's no nights off certainly no nights off in this east division it's not the shitty canadian division there's no easy games on this schedule there's a rivalry game every night, basically. Aside from, if you want to say Buffalo, who's not necessarily a rival of the Rangers, but they're they're an improved team. They've got a dangerous line with Eichel and Taylor Hall, and maybe they're not Pittsburgh or Washington, or the Islanders or the Flyers or the Bruins or the Devils. They're still not bad. The Rangers just have to find a way to win and win consistently. Because when you have sloppy openers like they did, you're gonna lose some of these games where you just dominate play and the puck just doesn't go, just doesn't go for you. Goaltenders on that night going to happen that's why you can't have the games like you did last thursday against the islanders because you're going to have the games like you did against the devils so the rangers have to right the ship here and they have to do it quickly because the season's not waiting for them it's not waiting for anyone that'll do it for today i'll be back on saturday to talk rangers penguins um, and then again on monday to talk rangers penguins again so thanks for listening we'll be back on saturday